towards the free kick. Colaccini nearly got ahead on him. Chiotte, great strike! Oh! It's an absolutely fantastic goal! Would you believe it? Divo Carigi! Balotelli, Aguero! Staggering! Just staggering! Call it, take it quickly, Origi! More downloads, another episode. <clears throat> First, excuse my voice, a little under the weather. Not under the weather, just hoarse. Just slightly hoarse. Adam Baker, Luke Maloney, Ian Gilmore, the usual cast and crew. Boys, how we feeling? Incredible. Today we have a big, massive game coming up tonight for women's soccer. Yeah, rough week of Champions League, but we're feeling good today. Yeah, we won't, we won't talk about that one today, Adam. We'll, we'll leave you out of your misery. Yeah. Couple, couple big games against Maryland coming up. Um, women's, like Luca said tonight, uh, that's on Big Ten Network. They're only nationally televised game of the season that's big that's big um and then the men play maryland um tomorrow right yes today is thursday yes. today is thursday. tomorrow night so yeah friday yeah. night maryland's number seven in the country women's maryland is not ranked but i mean that's still that's still a tough one maryland might not be the best team in the big Ten in the women's but there's they, no pushovers do they travel together and just stay an extra day they, both teams they obviously could have they'd probably save expenses yeah i I mean, I'm assuming they like, they know each other, right? I mean, yeah, I'd assume. Men's soccer, I mean, we see the women's team and men's team at each other's games, so yeah. if you're here on campus, right? Uh, let's let's get right into it. So, um, also, Steve Bruce gone. We have to mention that. Yeah. Oh, I put that was oh. the first thing I put in the notes. We almost forgot. Let's, uh, we got you know the the sound effect where like the angels start singing. It's like yes. oh. <laughs> that's how I feel. That's how I feel right now. Okay. Um, let's get right into the men's. Um, after I get the dock, the dock up, we are rushing in here today. It's just absurd how um, um, rushed this is, but that's okay. And it's a shorter episode. That's also okay. That is okay because got, there's a got, lot. There's a lot. We got places to, to be, about. things to do. You know, I got um, uh, men's availability right after this. Prepping for prepping for Maryland. Focal point on your back too. So Focal okay, point come on, right on the back, man. Student right media. on the back, man. We yeah. just we just it doesn't stop. Okay. Versatility. Uh, yep, you're right for that. Men's soccer. Um, what Sunday they played OSU? Yes. Yep. Sunday they played OSU. One nil win. It was impressive. I mean, Ohio State's not the greatest team in the Big Ten, but still, I find that as an impressive win. Vidad Kovac gets his first uh, official MSU goal. Lance McGrain first clean sheet. Comes at home in his first game ever at DeMartin. Uh, you know, there was lots of stuff to be impressed with here. I- I'm wondering where you guys um, are are the most impressed with this with the side in that game. I mean, really, the first, the two points you noted, just Vidad getting that first goal. I believe all three of us are we're very high on him. We're high on him from the, the beginning. Train. There was a collective fist pump. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for this, uh, waiting for the train to truly take off. And yeah, he did right place, right time. Good little finish. Great attempt of keeping by Noah Lawrence. We got to give him credit. The fry save and nearly stopping Vidad's too. Leno gets that in. And I said it on the call, It's there's not only just a confidence booster of you getting your first goal, there's the confidence booster of your first goal being a 1-0 win. It was a game winner. It was important. So you just kind of, you really look at that, hopefully, one, we can see a rise in his minutes, potentially, and two, just, yeah, more confidence on the ball, playing his game, and just really taking off from here, especially final stretch of the season, but get these last two games in and see how we could be in the tournament. Yeah, and Ian and I talked to Vidad after the game because he played in a different position. He wasn't playing the wing role. Yeah, we've or never seen role. him like striker. So, yeah, so, yeah, so he was paired up at forward with Farai. So and because ba- Babiak was out injured, according to Damon, 
So we got to see Kovac in a different position, and he, I, I thought he played really well. He was making runs going forward. I thought at times the ball should have get, be given to him more on the run. But either way, impressive performance, especially on senior night, giving back to his teammates and giving them a night to remember. And for Lance McGrain, I thought he looked very confident mm. in goal, yeah, grabbing everything he could, being loud, being t- very. His communication on the field was spectacular. A little bit like we see from Hunter Morse. If you ever go to an MSU game, the loudest guy you're gonna hear is Hunter Morse. So it's nice to see him learning from it, and I'm excited to see the young guy step up in the next few years. Also, I'm sorry I glanced over this, but Adam did beat Ian to the studio for the second time. Is that second time, time ever? I, I believe so. That's what, according to Adam, that was the second time. <laughs> Props to Adam. Um, I, you know, it's just two outings. <laughs> it's uh, 13 or it's four, 14 games into the season. So that was the 14th game of the season, and they pick up their only second clean sheet. You know, you look at that, and that's not great. But you, you start getting them late in the season, who knows what you can do. Um, what did what did you guys see that was different in this one, at least defensively, than it has been in the rest of them? It's two clean sheets in fourteen games. That's one not good, but if if it's gonna start, there's no better time than now. Yeah, they didn't really give anything up going down the middle. I thought all of Ohio State's chances, and I think some that maybe they probably should have taken. There were crosses in. They have a huge height advantage in the box. Not much of a heading advantage, we gotta say in hindsight, looking back at the game. But obviously, Etling has a few inches on stone. So there's a lot of chances whipped into him, but in terms of going down the middle, even one-on-one play towards the edge of the box, Stone was immense, Perkins was great, nothing, just Olu was never caught out, always equal to any ISO, just there was no battle they really lost on the edge of the box that besides crosses into the middle. Yeah. I saw the same thing when uh, Ohio State's Lawrence Wooten took on two MSU players and got into the box easily. But his shot kind of shanked left, and McGrain got the save on it when I think it was Ohio State's best option at goal. So, yeah, I, I think the team defended well. I thought they got lucky at times. And against a team like Ohio State, you just they had to grind out the 1-0 win. Um, so now, you know, it's hard to even look at Big Ten standings when not everyone has played the same amount of games, and you have two games left. Maryland still has played Indiana. I mean, there's there's teams that still have to play, like some of the best teams in the conference, um, like Michigan State. They play Maryland, but so they're six in the Big Ten, um, six six and two overall, two two and two in the conference. RPI is up to twenty nine, I believe. Yeah, twenty nine. It's 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 very congested in the Big Ten. Maryland is nineteenth, Indiana's twentieth, Michigan State's twenty ninth, Michigan's thirtieth, Penn State's thirty five. So, I mean, you got five teams in the top thirty five of the RPI for the Big Ten. That says something about the conference. It says a lot about the quality and the players and teams in that co- in the conference. You look at the points as well. I mean, it's congested at the top of the table. I mean, Penn State and Indiana both on 12 points. Penn State with a game in hand. Um, Maryland, Wisconsin, Michigan all on 10 points as well. Wisconsin starting to show a bit more of their true colors. I don't think they'll pick up another point this season. Um, and then Michigan State right behind them on 8. So, honestly, Michigan State still with a very real chance at finishing top 4. Depends on what they do, and it starts tomorrow night against Maryland. Maryland comes in at number seven. Their only losses are to Georgetown uh, and Wisconsin, and their only draw against Rutgers. Ten wins on the season. Um, they're they're a darn good side. I mean, Maryland obviously every year, but this this is a very good Maryland side. Yeah, first team in the conference to double digit wins overall. Obviously, there's not enough conference games for that, and they got. 
I think every team is kind of susceptible to an early season fluky loss. I don't want to take too much credit away from Wisconsin, but they got past that game and now they're on a great run. The offense is clicking. I think they've scored three and two of their last three. And it just, it's not really the ideal game you want to have close to the season when Michigan State probably needs all six, maybe four to six points to really get into the top four probably. Yeah, and that's, I'd say they need four points. Yeah, and that's far from the game you really want to – you don't want your hopes riding on that one. No, absolutely not. You, you just have – they just have to come up with a win tonight because right behind them too is Rutgers and Northwestern. Rutgers with seven points and Northwestern with only six. So a win from either of those teams and a loss from Michigan State puts those teams right ahead of Michigan State, and Michigan State drops down to down to what seventh. Or one eighth, ninth, and Michigan, who they're competing for the fourth spot for, are playing two teams under them: Ohio State and Rutgers. So mm. you don't want to chalk in six Jeez. points for them, but it's more likely than not. Oh, and well, I mean, if Michigan takes care of business, there's, li- yeah, no, there's nothing Michigan State can do. So it's not fully in their hands. But and again, to have Maryland on the schedule at a time like that is tough. Who's Wisconsin got left too? I want to. They got Indiana and then Penn State. Yeah, no, oh, I pulled God. it up. No. As a, Wisconsin is not wow. your uh, your shout that they won't get too many uh, any more points isn't really. Think, a di- yeah, it's no. not really a disrespectful. One. No, it's not a dig so. at them at all. They're playing Indiana. They're playing the top two teams <laughs> in the conference right now. Well, both obviously have their eyes on each other and for sure want to secure the top two spots. Yeah, I I think Penn State and Indiana for sure both finish top four, right? I think that's fair. Probably top two. Keep it. Yeah, Maryland, probably. I. There's no way they they fall to. They still have three conference games. Right. So but, I guess but, there's a lot of ground. But their last two are also Penn State and Indiana. I mean, oh, that wow. that's a funny thing. It's like this conference, like, they could lose all three of those games. They could win all three of them. Like, there's just so much parity in this conference right now. It's, it's on a day-to-day basis. Indiana's at College Park, at least. But Maryland's a tricky one, too, though, because, I mean, they go to Delaware, and Delaware is RPI 144, and they win one nothing in double overtime. That's what it took for wow. Maryland to beat them. So potentially overlooked them a little. Could be. Look at that. They went a, a nil-nil tie in double overtime with against Rutgers too earlier this season. Yeah, that's just yeah, I, very interesting. It's hard to predict with anything in this league. I don't know. That being but, said, let's predict. <laughs> <laughs> let's do exactly that. Yep, Michigan State, Maryland. I think it's big that it's at home. I th- I th- I think tomorrow's gonna be rocking tomorrow night. Like. Upwards of three thousand people there. Yeah. Friday night football team. It's a on bye, bye week. Yep. Yeah. It's a Friday night game. Here the under the lights. The Rowdies Maryland against this. Yeah, the Rowdies are doing a green out. It's the seventh best team in the country. I don't know. I'm I'm gonna go optimistic. Honestly, I think it's about time that they knock them off again. They've shown that they can do it. I think Farai gets a brace, and Michigan State wins three two in overtime. 3-2, and oh, oh, that's a thriller. That is a thriller. Even though Maryland's only given up, what, nine goals all season? Yeah, I have I'm saying 3-2. I'm going to go with Michigan State loses 2-1 tomorrow night. It's fair. That's yeah. fair. I think I'll have to pick Maryland 2-0. It's Not even a goal. I, I don't know. I don't want to predict they'll get shut out, but I think a lot of their games this season, like when they've only scored one, it's like, oh, you know, that could easily could have been 2-3. Yeah. The Ohio State game, I'm not too sure where the mischances were. And it just, I don't know. It's, yeah, I, it's weird that it was such a good result, but momentum-wise, I don't know if I saw exec, a lot of reassurance from the on the attacking mm. end. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Adam. I think that if 
Farai had a second striker available that that was showing good form, like Johnny Ferry, if he was back in this, in earlier season season form, I'd give Michigan State to get a goal or two in that game. But considering how the last few games have gone up front at goal, I just don't see them getting more than one. Ferry did score a banger last year at College Park. That mattered. Yeah, wow. Absolutely nothing. Nah, no, but no, no. But, but still. Yeah, no, just just for the vibes. That was a good hit. Hell of a yeah, finish with yeah. like two minutes left. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think it was even less than that. It was like one yeah. less than one minute on the clock. After they were down two two nil already, they made it a nice a nice scoreline because nice they were out, they were never in that game last year. Oh yeah, and, uh, was it an Ortiz brace? I know there was a penalty. I have to look that up. Um, I know we've got keys to the game down here too. I I know you said two nil, but if if they're if they are to reverse that, how do they do that? Hmm. Well, first I'd say they have to defensively give their best performance of the season. They have to be sharp. Midfield has to be sharp. They can't. Maryland has an incredible midfield. So if they lose the ball in the middle of the park and they let the players there just run through them, it's over. So midfield has to be very sharp. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised to even see Damon go with a three-man midfield at, at, ver- at different times during the game. So we'll have to see. Paul Bin brace, by the way. Yeah, I just pulled it up. And the other short name on the team. Yes. Ben Ortiz, but another one of the <laughs> Spartan killers. <laughs> Remember 2018 in the tournament? I was just he didn't at... score, but he was like dancing on them all day. It was Matt Salevich that scored. Ah, Solevich. I will never forget that. Salevich gone by now, or uh, yeah, I think Matt Salevich is gone. Okay, uh, I'll look that up though. Um, keys to the game. Yeah, no, it's just tough to say. Obviously, I don't think you're gonna, I don't think you're gonna dominate the game. So you gotta be a clinical and just. There's those those half chances Ohio State had that I just think a better team might have capitalized. No disrespect, but a more informed offensive team might have capitalized on. So it's just it's a lot of yeah, tighten up at the back, take the limited chances you get. Preferably once again go into halftime up. We've seen just what the home games where they go in level, how those have panned out in the second half. Yep. Like there is there's ways to win the game, but if, I think it's gonna have to be a lot of sma- a little bit of smash and grab. It's gonna take a monumental effort, and we're all assuming McGrain's gonna keep the spot. I don't. I honestly don't know. That's one thing I'm curious to yeah. ask David about today. You come in, get a clean sheet in your debut. It's. I think it's hard to switch. Yeah, I think yeah. I think you put back Hunter just for the experience, and if he's <sighs> and if he's healthy and good to go, you, I think you put you put him in. I just think in big games, well, like that's not accurate. I was gonna say he hasn't come up because he kept him in against Akron, and he, he kept, kept him in against, against Michigan Penn State. Kept a minute against Notre Dame in the first half, to be honest, against Michigan as well. Um, but the mistakes he makes, it's cost <sighs> it's cost him a few points this season. It's 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 hard because in no way, shape, or form is he a bad keeper. No. He's a he's a top keeper, but top but other top keepers don't make the mistakes that he does. And I you cannot afford to have one of those against Maryland. You well, can't at what, all. And like. What were you going for then bringing in McGrain, seeing exactly what you would want to see from a rotational goalie, and then pulling him out again? To be fair, was he tested that much? He it wasn't it wasn't clear opportunities and we were sick. But they had they Ohio State ended up having more shots on target than Michigan State. Really? Yeah. They outshot them on target six okay, to four. Not yeah, but there weren't like, great shots towards the corners, but I guess and like you said, the finishes could have been better, and uh, like I like like you said, a more informed team would have probably scored those those opportunities. But yeah, I mean, he did come up in some situations. And 
I guess more than anything, it's just the reading of crosses and long balls into the box. He was yep. never he never was, caught out and on he looked them. confident and confident. Yeah. Yes. He looked confident doing it. Always, even more importantly, he kept his positioning right. And whenever he he didn't even punch. He if he came, he grabbed. No, yeah. So a lot of reassurance there, and it's almost unfair to him. If yeah, you come in, you see all these positives, no negatives, and he's right back out of the lineup. Even the one negative like we may have saw was the distribution, and that's not exactly Morse's specialty. It, it's not like not, yeah, and it got better from Hunter Morse. Yeah, and the wind was quite wild. Yeah, but you're yeah. also not going to keep a whole lot of possession against Maryland. So there's very few times I, I believe you're going to be able to pass the ball back to the keeper, whether it's Hunter Morse or Lance McGrain. And pass it back to him to keep the possession alive. I yeah. think a lot of it's going to be booting the ball out and getting in transition mm. as quick as possible. And th- if Maryland does control the game, like I kind of expect they will, you'll probably get a lot of set piece opportunity, the like corners especially, just from missed shots. And then that's when you bring back in the crossing form. And yeah, it's like I I'm think, ready. I'm ready to be surprised by this Michigan State team and their attitude. I think I think it'll be a game that might favor McGrain. Oh well, it just favors riding the hot hand. Yeah. I, I honestly, possession-wise, I don't think it'll be that big of a difference between the two sides. I just think attacking-wise, Maryland will have the lion's share of chances, um, which leads me to my key to the game. Michigan State cannot go behind. If they go behind, I don't think there's a chance in hell they win. Tie, maybe, but if they go behind, there's, there's, you, don't, you don't come back against Maryland to complete a comeback against them. You just don't. So that's, yeah. that's where I see. For Maryland... If Maryland goes ahead, you can chalk up at least a point to them. How do you think this? Uh, how do you think Michigan State's going to handle Maryland's press, or just a pressing side in general? Um, like, see, the, I think they have to weather the storm because Maryland isn't crazy deep. Is the thing they have some injuries right now, um, and I, especially up top, they don't have a lot of guys to to put in. Maybe for fresh legs, um, and I think maybe that's where you capitalize is when they put on the guys that aren't you know as good. Try to go at him and, and work through that. I don't know. I think weathering the storm early is big. They, if Michigan State grabs one the first 10 minutes, they'll be golden. But you also have to not give one up. So you think they'll have a chance in the first 10 minutes? I, I don't see why not. I think it's difficult. I think opportunities are not going to come until late in the first half. Uh, yeah, I agree. It would probably be pretty cagey. Yeah, just trying. Like, the Ohio State game took a while to open up. And... Yeah, but That's... I think it's just because Ohio State had the physical advantage in 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 all departments of the yeah. pitch, which led to balls being difficult to bring back down and distribute. Damn, we just looked at Maryland's last conference game against Northwestern. Three one win, shots twenty six to four. Oh god! So that's. Hey, but they gave one up on four shots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they went they went down one nil actually. In really? Game. Oh wow! They went they went down one, went into the break, tied one three one. Yeah, go on. when you put it like that, I wonder what the chance was. Interesting. But... Northwestern keeper had seven saves. God, he was busy. Miska. Miska Miskovic. Miha? Miha. Um, yeah, so, okay, after Maryland, they have Northwestern on, what, Halloween? That's Halloween? Sunday. Yeah, yes. Sunday. We'll record before that, won't we? Next Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. So we can worry about that later. We'll just say they got to have that one in advance. Yes. Yeah, and l- last game of the season, I think you have to have close to. it out against a team that's probably going to be below you. No matter what you get against Maryland. Even if you beat Maryland, you need a win against Northwestern. And if they if they get six points, I think there's a high chance they finish top four. On 14? If, if Michigan State loses to Maryland and then Northwestern beats them, Northwestern jumps them. So that's like... 
we'll see the Maryland result before we talk about it again. But right. that's another one to keep your eye Could on. Could have a lot of implications yeah. final day. And, you know, I mean, if you look at it, if Ohio State does something crazy and wins three games in a row, Michigan State could be looking at an 8-9 play-in game. Ohio State's schedule. I doubt that will happen. No, barely lightens up those Penn State, Michigan, Rutgers. I don't think it's going to happen. All right. It's kind of crazy how Michigan State could finish, like, second or third if everything went right. But they could also finish last right now. It's kind of wild. Yeah. Love the Big Ten. October, baby. Okay, let's move on to the women's. The women's side of things, um, you know, two losses they're coming off. I don't. It's hard to say. Like you know, they're they definitely weren't bad losses in any way. Michigan's ranked. Rutgers is maybe the best team in the easily the best team in the Big Ten. Yeah. Actually, um, they're top ten, top five team in the country. So now the women's team in fourth place in the Big Ten, nine three and three overall. Um, you only lose each of them one nil. I think it's if you take away any moral victories, that's got to be it, right? Yeah, I said it's res- it's a respectable result against two teams at a conference. Con- I mean, considering the last two seasons for for this program, I think it's very respectable, and I think there it, it reached their expectations. But the next two games for Michigan State are games that I believe they they will win. And it's also. Again, respectable results, and it's good confidence results. Obviously, it's not – you don't want to say moral victory, but – It's not devastating If, if you're going to run into those teams again in the Big Ten tournament, like, you don't feel like – you feel level playing field, especially, like, for a team like Rutgers, which, like, you look at the standings and it's, uh, you know, like – Yeah, no, and especially after, like, 90 minutes of already sharing a field, uh, a pitch with them, you're going to start gaining a little bit more confidence, especially if you go into the Big Ten tournament with wins off the back. Yeah. So, you – Granted, you're gonna go. You're likely gonna have to. You're definitely going to Piscataway. Maybe they can take home field for Michigan, depending how things shake up end of the season. But get that familiarity on the away, going away to those places. Didn't get completely outplayed. So there's positives to take. Again, first season, you're still kind of looking at everything in terms of progress too, like you kind of mentioned. Yeah. I mean, whatever happens this season, either way, I believe it's it's a it's a big step forward. Oh, a hell massive, yeah! Massive yeah. step forward. It exceeded expectations. So, I, I did just see that Rutgers had thirty three shots. So, oh my. <laughs> that's that's a little interesting. The Michigan game was a lot closer. Wow. <laughs> that is a fascinating. Rutgers is pretty good, aren't they? Should we, we no should we be worried? <laughs> yeah, dude, should we be worried about their finishing ability? Because ten shots on target, Say hell of a, they got hell the of a game by Kozel, nine saves. She's a brick wall. Yeah, like just straight up, she's a brick wall. <laughs> like it's absurd. Yeah, how good and, she and is. she's also really good at distributing the ball on her feet. Yeah, incredible. Okay, so then you run the little bit of worry that maybe Rutgers opens the floodgates if you meet again, but also. Michigan's not Michigan State isn't having four shots again. I don't I like Jeff Hansi feels like one of the guys. Good that, catch. Yeah, yeah good, good clarification. Uh, like that, if you see a team twice in a season, you're not losing both times. Yeah. No, I, no, and at least you're gonna go the second time and give it a hell of an effort. Yeah, like maybe they take him to overtime and losing pens or something like that, but it's respect. I don't know. Like he just doesn't strike me as a guy that loses twice to the same team in one season. Yeah, I can see. And if he goes down, he goes down with honor. Tactical masterclass to come back out. The other thing, too, I don't think Michigan State falls to eighth in the conference. God, I don't think they play Rutgers, at least first round. Oh, no, I'm talking long term in the tournament. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're assuming they go far far enough to meet Rutgers. Yeah, well, I mean, which, if they're the four or five, that's the second round. Yeah. If they're the three, then. Let me 
how did they? Well, I think they have the destiny in their own hands right now. They win the last two games. They're top four. They have a home game. And and both of those games are doable for a win. P- Penn State's tough. Penn State is a tough team. Penn State's having a weird, not-so-great year. They've lost to Ohio State, Northwestern, Minnesota. That is yeah. Northwestern. two teams below them. Yeah. That's interesting. But given the attitude of this team, and uh, and I assume uh, the women on this team also want to go out and prove themselves as well. And it's home. Last game and is home. home. Oh, and Senior day on Sunday. Nationally televised tonight. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of extra yeah, juice. And, like This was nationally televised like since the beginning of the season. This was a weird pick to me. Yeah. yeah Michigan, Michigan State. I mean, those were like two of the bottom three projected teams at the start of the season. Obviously, they're probably happy that Michigan State's good now, B- BTN, but... You can't believe they don't televise Michigan, Michigan State, but they televise Maryland, Michigan State. Uh, what a crime! Yeah, it's a farce. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's an interesting little selection, especially yeah. that that far back. So tonight at six predictions. They win and they win comfortably. I say two 0 win. The floodgates open again. I, I was. I don't know about complete floodgates, but I say a two a solid two nothing win. Let's, let's put three on the board. Three nil. Three. Okay. I was gonna say four one. I think they win by three. I was gonna but... say three one, but I feel like Kozel gets a clean sheet after that Rutgers game. Welcomes in the the relaxed pressure. Yeah. Sometimes they give away a goal. You know the hands are warm. Sometimes they give away like a goal against a not so great team. Was it? Who's it? Was it Minnesota at home the other weekend? Yeah. They, they won at the death. No, yeah. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they, 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 yeah. They got. They, they gave almost... away a cheap. They gave away a cheap goal. No. They. Was that the cheap goal? Was, was that, that was the pen yeah. that didn't actually go in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it was. Was it a, who? Ohio uh, State had the penalty. Ohio sorry, State yeah. had yeah. Ohio State had the penalty that got saved. Minnesota was the cheap was a, a cheap goal. Well, not to be disrespectful, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not to be disrespectful, but it was what is a pretty good. They gave away that two, goal. Two one was at that home. Long yeah. Ago? I yeah it was, hey, I mean, dude, this season has gone fast. Yeah, man, that's it's four weeks almost. Also, I mean, three of their last four of their last five games are on the road, so this is a long welcome home stand. Yeah. Yeah, that's not the two games at the at the at DeMartin to finish the season. Not too yeah. bad. And they have a nice break in between Maryland and then Penn State. Very welcoming six days, almost a week. Wait, huh? Hold up. No, this Sun. No, this Sunday. Thursday to Sunday. Thursday to Sunday. Oh, this Sunday. That's oh. two days rest. I I can't read. <laughs> they wish they had six days. Uh-huh. Was it men? Men's might be the one. Men's is Friday. Men's, yeah. Yes, men's, 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 men's gets, has... All right, yeah, that's where I got Men's confused. gets what, yeah, eight men's days. Ha- yeah, I don't even know. Because they're traveling, so I Friday and then the next that. Sunday. Oh, yes. Halloween, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's where I got That's where I got confused. Yeah. yeah. Men's has the good break. Um, And so, okay, so Sunday, regardless of what they do against Maryland tonight, when they host Penn State, predictions. Their eyes are on home field, maybe the third seed. <laughs> yeah, so... They uh, see that one out, too. 2-1. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go also with a. Th- I'm gonna go three-two for that three, one. Two. I think. I think Penn State's Penn State's gonna have a lot to fight for, so it'll. It won't be. Yeah, an, that could it, be yeah. like them being in yeah, the tournament. It won't. Yeah, it won't be an easy. It won't be an easy game for sure. And I think the tensions are gonna be high. So for me, it's gonna be a three-two. I'm gonna go one-one draw, and Penn State gets in. Michigan State obviously stays in too. So that that would have them finishing on. 17 points. Yeah. And also, one quick question. Do we expect a lineup change for any of the last two games? No. Did DeBoe get injured against Rutgers? Why did she only play 26 minutes? <laughs> Might have been parking the bus. Yeah, we will, yeah, we will have to confirm, but... We haven't gone... We have, it's so hard to watch when all these games are happening, and there's NFL on, and there's college football on, and there's men's soccer and women's yeah. soccer, and... 
everything. Yeah, on cam. I mean, the Rutgers game. No, the yeah, the Rutgers game was at the same time as the men's game at home. Yes, that's and we why were we didn't watch. That yes. one. Yeah, yeah, that's so why we, we, we could have. But yeah. like by half, by like full time, we already knew the score of women's, but we couldn't actually watch it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we're, we. I remember we were following along because we were like in the first half. It was one, one. It was was it nil nil? It was nil nil. It was. Time. They were yeah. nil nil at half, and we were like, oh, that's this is this is something. It's promising. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think they finished top four. You know what's funny is if you cl- if you go to the Big Ten website and click on Penn State schedule, it has all their games, and then it has quarterfinals, semifinals, finals of the Big Ten tournament. Michigan State's ends at their last game <laughs> against Penn State. Disrespect. Cheap shot. <laughs> that is just mean. <laughs> Absolutely mean. Put some respect on Hansi's name. Are they doing that for everyone? Maybe it's in Pennsylvania? Let me look at Purdue. That could be. I mean, look at Rutgers. Purdue's ends Fuck. at the last game. Just some Rutgers, sli- Rutgers has <laughs> Rutgers has all the Big Ten games. Oh. It says NCAA first round, NCAA second round, third round, quarterfinals, College Cup. Uh, oh God, that's just mean, man. What is? How about Michigan? Let's figure out what Michigan's got. They just have the Big Ten tournament too. That's hilarious, though. How they put what what they think every team's gonna do. We're on to you. Some respect on Michigan State's name. <laughs> yeah. We're on to you, Big, Big Ten. Ten. <laughs> Get out of here. They didn't even give them Get the first here. round. No. They're going to have a quarterfinal? Yeah, no, man. That's absurd. Okay, let's move on. We have a short amount of time left before we have to bounce and get to some men's availability. Let's talk Champions League. Um, Messi is a master man. I, he's a magician. He does whatever you want with the football. Exactly. That, that Panenka penalty to Ugh. seal the game. Oh, At 2-2. Silky. Panenka to... penalty at 2-2. The cojones Late in the second half. That's absurd. To and, pull that off. It's just absurd. And there are some stakes in that game because if PSG drops points, they really just they gloss over that win they had, or you know they it just completely takes away that win they had against City. City goes yep. back on top of the group, yep. and you'd have to beat City twice to top it. But now they're still well within range. That I mean, no Neymar that game, and the Mbappe Messi duo was oh that was looking pretty silky. nice. First time we really and Mbappe had missed to penalty it. too. Yeah, unfortunate, but I guess if. He had the game-winning pen on the weekend in the league. If there was a pen to miss, it had to be with five seconds left. Yeah, it's fair. A little interesting when you see one go too high, but he does aim for those top corners on him. It looks nice when it works. Who won the penalty? Who won it? Um, Mbappe won the one Messi scored. I think Messi won the one Mbappe missed. And he gave it to him. Yeah. Meh. Got to hear with the nice stuff. Weak. Miss me with the nice stuff. I felt like they would split it. The second I heard there was another penalty, I didn't think Messi would be stepping up for a hat trick. What they put Ooh. under on. Just a guess. Like I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other cr- the crazy game this week, uh, pfft, it was absurd. Like I was watching it while I was trying to do homework, and I couldn't do homework because all I could so entertaining pay attention to was Atletico Liverpool two two within a half an hour. There's a red card after Griezmann two goals and then gets sent off. Salah scores the pen to win. Uh, Atletico gets a pen called for them, and then VAR waves it off. Six and a half a dozen. Uh, you know, I don't think you can argue really either way. I think it should have stood with whatever called. I think overturning it was kind of a little bit egregious the other way. Um, but that's coming as someone who's slightly biased against Liverpool because I don't like them that much. But no, I would, I would have been a soft. I don't know. What, what did you think as a Liverpool guy, Adam? I first and foremost, I loved it. Just getting the well, win, duh. getting the like before I even like analyzed performance for them giving up two goals. It was great to see. Salah's still on his little run. Not little run. He's still on his great run. And, again, 
that little, you know, the ghost of Atletico Madrid from 2020, knocking them down at home. I may have enjoyed seeing Simeone run down the tunnel after the game without shaking Klopp's hand. Just a little bit of classic Diego Simeone. El you know, El Cholo. A little bit of Liverpool's back in their heads the way people, <laughs> you know, thought Atletico was in theirs. So getting that one in, obviously, it's a great for the group. I always thought Liverpool was going to top it. Three wins from three. And that's the away game down. I don't think they lose the Anfield one. No, that's great. When they went up 2-0, I did not think Atletico was going to get back into <laughs> yeah, the game. Right, right. So there's still late defensive lapses the team has to work through to get back to their you know their peak peak their 19 and 20 peak but no i mean you can't complain it's still atletico so it's not like you're conceding goals to scrubs i was so glad the penalty was overturned because suarez had just subbed on i did not want suarez scoring the 3-3 equalizer what did you think though if you take a step back i'm i know i just pulled it up right now i feel like it was i don't know i don't I my, my I view was it has to stand anyway it was called I don't it's, really it's think it was a pen. And the fact that they called it, I, I, I don't think I, that's... I, wasn't, I thought I, it was. A, I thought if it was called a pen, it would have been soft. I, I just couldn't I believe there was not, I thought there was not enough I don't contact. Think, yeah, I don't think that can bring someone over. Jota, no. like, tucked into his elbow. And Jimenez just, like, she's just there. And if so you're thinking about strength you within the two of them, you definitely give Jimenez the edge. Yeah. <laughs> that just... Doesn't make any sense. Would I feel a little hard done by seeing that overturn? Maybe, but I don't think that's a pen. No. Um, we won't even talk about Ajax Dortmund four nil. It was a weird one. We had the conversation off air about it. it was just uh, also Sebastian Holler leading the Golden Boot race right now. Yeah, wild, wild. I mean, we'll see like how it keeps inflating because obviously four goals in the opener. We'll see if if, if he ends with under eight, then it's like uh, we know we're old because they're going to advance obviously, and at this point, top of the group. So he's on pace for a lot. I just wonder how much of it's going to be. Benefited by the first, and we'll just see Holland or Mbappe or maybe Ronaldo cancel it out later on. Do you feel like that's just a blip for Dortmund? Yeah, it's a blip. It's a fluke. It's a yeah. Like, Playing at it's the a very, Cruyff Arena. It's a very damaging fluke. We usually only have these type of games at the Allianz. Maybe since it's out of the way, we won't have that one there this season. But again, I couldn't watch it because I had an exam first half, and Paramount Plus was down second. Not to my disappointment. I was perfectly fine not watching. So it was an interesting one. I saw the individual goals. They were just weird. Like I, I'm not too worried. We're not going to beat them 5-0 or something to take control of the group, but I do think we get them back in Dortmund. Um, and then the last one, uh, United-Atlanta was wild yesterday. 2-0 Atlanta at halftime. United comes back. Ronaldo the savior once again. Ole just doesn't lose the games that he, like, needs to win. Like, he just wins every single one of them. I, I don't get it. He's going to be in the hot seat for 10 years straight. Oh, he, he's been <laughs> in the hot seat his entire career at Man United. But what I took – the biggest takeaway for me in that game was the decision not to start Paul Pogba because that game didn't come alive for Man United until Paul Pogba came on. So that, for me, was a very interesting decision. I understand Lip, the rotation yeah. just because it's midweek, but starting Fred and McTominay – in a game that like you really have to win, yeah, no, and against Atalanta, it's a, it's not a game where you have to defend. It's a game where you have to score more goals because Duvan Zapata and all those guys at Atalanta, their fo- their aim is to just score as much as possible. Yeah. Hey, but Ronaldo at the end, love to see it. Love to see it. Great, Great cross by the defending and stuff. For his oh after, the, after that it, too. the energy boost they gave them for that final fifteen minutes, added time included. He's but just different. You know how. To your point about Ole winning the games, like 
they need to win. That means they're losing to Liverpool. They, yeah, I don't. See, got, I don't see them beating. Liverpool. Got, That's the next up on the list. They, I don't see them beating Liverpool. They got their refresher. <laughs> Liverpool's coming to town and working them. But no, good for them in sense of. I mean, was United really going to be flirting with the Europa League in the final stretch of the groups? Now they're looking very well off. You got to assume the result, the performances have to get better from here, and you won't keep winning your Champions League games off 90th minute Ronaldo goals or last <laughs> 10 minute Ronaldo goals. So, I mean, it, it should kickstart their campaign, but I think the immediate result is they're getting pegged back next, this weekend. I think the insertion of Marcus Rashford back into the team has been has been critical for them, too. Yeah. Also, slight complaint. Not complaint, but I, I do not like Greenwood's game. Really? Something about watching him. That's I, a weird one. For I me, that's I don't, for me. It's I don't know where his best position is. Like I know that, that's that's the trouble for me because sometimes he plays a great game at striker. Sometimes he does not. And when he plays wing, it's a hit or miss. But I I love the guy. I think I think he's a great player. But for me, it's difficult to see where he best fits into this. Like his team. his stats as a teenager obviously speak for themselves. But his decision making is so frustrating. I mean, I feel like literally every move he does is to shoot, and I just. Again, it's obviously worked for him sometimes, but I feel like with the front line, it's just... His goal at the weekend was nice, though. Yeah, it was nice, and then just even... Like, I can't like criticize the performance after such a banger, but some of the stuff he does on the ball... It's it's inflated by the fact that like, I want service into Ronaldo nonstop as a Ronaldo <laughs> fan. But even in general, like and his movement, watching Greenwood and Sancho's on the ball, it's just kind of pedestrian at times. It's fair. Yeah. United-Liverpool score predictions. 3-1 Liverpool. I'm gonna I'm gonna say two 0 Liverpool. I think I don't think I, think I don't think United, United gets one. one. I think they get one. They have to. Does Liverpool get four by? Thing is, li- no, not I, it's tough because Liverpool no. just well they went at Old Trafford last year. But I remember the 1920 season when they were invincible. United came in with injuries at Old Trafford, and it took like a late Lalana goal to seal a one one draw. Lalana. So for some reason, there's like a little bit of an element with United that I'm scared to predict Liverpool's just gonna blow them out the way they maybe should based on form. But I think I think it's impossible with when you have Mo Salah. I don't think there's very little Man United can do yeah. against an inform Mo Salah that we're witnessing right now in this season. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, let's go. For I don't it. think I don't think there's a defender on Man United who can take him on one on one. Not right now. I mean, not they're right. all out of form. Veron peak form, but he's not yeah, even going to play that game. Yeah, Veron's out for the next foreseeable future yeah. and weeks. Four one Salah two Mane one Firmino one. This honestly, to me, feels like one of those games last season that would like was built up like crazy and then ended nil nil. So I'm gonna go nil nil. I don't think Liverpool's capable of a nil nil. I think no. I, th- I don't I think, think this Mohamed is a different. Is capable I, of yeah. getting shut out. I th- yeah. I think this is a. They've just been scoring so much lately. Seven yeah. in the last, you know, eight in the last two games. Yeah, like I said, I don't I think don't Manchester United's defense is built to take on Mo Salah and company at the moment. Yeah, that's fair. Um, also, Crystal Palace, Newcastle under Graham Jones. Graham Jones gonna be the caretaker for a little while. I'm gonna say like five to ten games before we find someone. Paulo Fonseca is. The uh, front runner right now. Yeah, I would love that. The dude's had one losing season in like the last oh. ten years. I wasn't a huge Where fan of the guy. He's he was at he, he was, was at Roma. Roma. He was the yeah Shakhtar Roma's before that. Tottenham tried to bring him in back in the summer before Nuno came in. Fell through at the yeah. end. Fe- yeah, fell through because of uh, I believe visa or some paperwork didn't go through. But now it looks like he might be lined up for the. Newcastle I think Cup. we I think we pummel Kripnomkin. Um, we're not good right now. We need a, we need three points in a game. That's literally all we need right now. Palace has one win on the season. Pretty convincing one at it, but oh, didn't pa- they? Yeah, uh, Patrick Vieira. Yes, did he? Benteke. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're coming off the 
Yeah. The oh yeah. I mean, they almost. Yeah. Dang, they almost swept North London, but, but 95th minute alas. equalizer. The, the resurgence of Christian Benteke. All right, short show, under one, 40 minutes. That's the first time in like forever. I don't yeah. think we've ever done that. One last point. It's a short one. Three teams, eight games in, don't have a win. Is that unusually high? Yeah, I'd say so. Eight yeah, games in. I, yeah, I think you usually have like one, maybe two. <laughs> unusually yeah. bad season in the prep. Yeah, because yeah, they either playing really bad or the other teams are just so much better. Norwich, us, and who? Burnley. <laughs> and then Leeds, Leeds, Southampton, and Palace only have one each. Yeah. Like the bottom, Watford have two, but they don't have any draws. So, like, they're just. <laughs> yeah. The bottom is very low right now. Two more wins than us, and they sacked their manager three <laughs> weeks before us. <laughs> Ranieri's first game at Watford, his biggest career loss. Really? Yeah, five nil. That's a almost a sad fact to hear. Get better. I think they stay up. I think Watford stay up eventually. So does Newcastle. They have to. All right. Thanks for coming along with us. We got a bounce. Uh, we hope that you have found this episode to be in the great words of Ray Hudson. This has to be better this week. <clears throat> come on, come on. <clears throat> Magisterial. Join us next time. Oh, it's back.